What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Platform. Today, I got my longtime BFF Fatima with me. Want to introduce yourself? <laughs> you want to say hey? Okay, so I'm here. Fatima Sella, Alexa's <laughs> longtime friend. <laughs> That's all you're known for. <laughs> yeah, literally. And um, obviously, I'm here because, you know, I'm a huge Laker fan and I really wanted to talk about Kobe and have this kind of as an outlet to. Obviously, I've been posting on social media like mm-hmm. so much, but honestly, I feel like I'm. It's not enough. Like, you know, I wanted one final just, like, thing that I could be like, okay, I I said something about him from my heart. And if anyone wants to really listen, like, they're not forced to look at my Instagram and, you know, read it. They can always, like, hear my thoughts and my opinions on on here. You know what I mean? Right. Which I think is is really smart. and, uh, And you get a lot more out of it, too. There's only so much that you can put in one post and... Again, reading it on social media is also way different. Like people get to really hear your passion about it, and as long as I've known you, you've always been a basketball pan. Uh, basketball pan. <laughs> you're not a fan. That's you're a pan. You're, you're a basketball fan, and you love the Lakers. And uh, I know how much it means to you, so I'm really happy to do that for you today. And we can talk about it. All right, I'm, I'm so excited. I know, right? So um, I don't know. Take us, take us from the beginning. What, like, how did it all start? Where did it all begin? For me personally, like mm-hmm. I, obviously Kobe was around. I mean, he got drafted the year after I was born. Oh my god! Yeah. So, um, but for me, um, I remember in two thousand two, mm-hmm. the Nets were really good. The Nets had Jason Jason Kidd, so they were really really good at the time, mm-hmm. and um, they made it to the finals actually, mm-hmm. and the Lakers made it to the finals. Oh wow! And I remember knowing like nothing about basketball, but obviously everybody in the area was like super super excited that New Jersey was because this one was when the Nets were still New Jersey mm-hmm. and not Brooklyn, mm-hmm. and um, everyone was super excited about it. Yeah. And I remember uh, going into uh, I was seven mm-hmm. at this time. What grade are you in when you're seven? Like second grade. Second grade. Yeah, yeah, I was like in second grade. And Joy Finizio, shout out to Joy Finizio. He, he was my crush all throughout elementary school. He was wearing a, a, a New Jersey Nets shirt. And I didn't know what that was for some reason. I was uh-huh. like, like, what is you know, what is that? And he explained to me that it was like a basketball team. And he explained, he put everything down for me. And I was like, you know what? Well, I like the Lakers. And he was like, you don't know, you don't know yeah. what you're talking about. And I was, like, you know, like I use that kind of as like a, a way to talk to him. Yeah. And then I remember when I went home, I had two older cousins. And um, they were also rooting for the Nets, obviously, like everybody else was. Mm-hmm. And so I had watched a couple of games with them. And that's when I saw Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, not only Kobe Bryant, Shaq also. And yeah. the, the arguably the greatest duo of all NBA history. Right. And I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. And I remember just from that moment on, I was, I loved Kobe Bryant. Like, yeah. I just loved him. And um, the Lakers... I'm I'm pretty sure I'm correct on this. The Lakers swept the Nets that year, so mm-hmm. they won they won all five games and mm-hmm. um, or all four games, and the Nets didn't even stand a chance. And they mm-hmm. won at home in New Jersey. Wow! And I remember seeing um, seeing, and when I say at home, I mean at my home, not at Lakers home. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, and I remember seeing Shaq hold up the trophy, and I was mm-hmm. like, and that was it. Yeah. From then on, since I was seven years old, That's I'm crazy. 25. Right, I'm almost 25. Yeah. I've been a diehard Laker fan and diehard Kobe fan. So all That's of, crazy. Yeah, and I study yeah. um, sports broadcasting and everything like that. Yeah. Because of because of Kobe Bryant, because yeah. of my love for the Lakers, it's I I eat, sleep, yeah. breathe the Los Angeles Lakers. And I can 
I can attest to that. That is a true fact. Yeah. <laughs> there is any, I know zero things about basketball, but anything I do know about basketball is because of Fatima. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> always talking about it, always coming in and being like, I know you have no fucking idea I'm about to say, but this just happened right now. And I'm like, wow, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> like, I really am because you're so excited, but I have no idea what the fuck that means. Yeah. And, and I'm lucky because, um, in, in 2002, that was the the last year of their three-peat. So they won mm-hmm. in 2000, 2001, and 2002. Mm-hmm. And then I went a long time without seeing a championship from them. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I still remained a loyal fan. And that's, uh, you know, I really started to learn about basketball and the sport of basketball. And, and then again, in 2009, we won the championship again. And then in 2010. And... Um, that was the last time. I haven't seen a ring since. But this year might be the year. Maybe. So Yeah, I hope so. I hope for you. I hope so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> for me, I don't know what that means to me, but <laughs> I hope so for you. Um, yeah, so that's where my, my love for Kobe uh, uh, really started. And luckily for me, I really got to see... Um, I don't know if I'm going to get emotional, so I apologize uh, <laughs> beforehand. But um, luckily for me, I really, really got to see a lot of the crazy things that he... Um, that he <laughs> that he got to do and um you know I'm I'm blessed because now um the generations after me are only going to see YouTube videos mm-hmm. are only going to get to hear how great he was right and people and you live through it yeah people who say like um um that he he was he's obviously more than basketball right you know what I'm saying uh that's why everybody's the world kind of stopped when everybody found out he passed mm-hmm. away because he's 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 like everything to a mm-hmm. lot of people. You know what I mean? Right. But people don't understand how good he really was. Yeah. Like how good he truly, truly was. He would take a game. Uh, I remember, uh, I forgot which, fi- which uh, playoffs it was, but they were versing the Suns and whoever got to win made it to the finals. Mm-hmm. And they were losing by like six points, and there was only thirty seconds left in the game. Oh and he took all the shots, and he he shot over Steve Nash. I'll never forget that. And uh, he took he took the Lakers to the finals wow. that year. It dude, insane! Like he's really, 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 really good. And I, I was blessed enough to see that and to grow up yeah. um, and to learn about him from such a young age that yeah. I could experience like true, true greatness. You yeah. know what I mean? And he played through an injury. You told me, right? Many injuries. He, wow. He broke his kneecap one time. Oh my god! And he played a game during that, and what? he said at the end of the game that he's like, "Oh, I didn't know it was broken." Oh my god! Yeah, he um, tore his Achilles. Ooh. He shot. He shot two free throws on a torn Achilles. Ooh, and that hurts. That's really yeah. rough. That's like a people say when you tear your Achilles. That's like a real. That's like one of the worst injuries you can have because it's like it's yeah. super important to like the entire structure of your leg. Like you tear that, you're out for yeah. the count for a and while. Unfortunately, after after he after those injuries, you know, he was never the same. Right. I'm not gonna. You know, I love Kobe, but I'm also not an idiot. Yeah. I know that the last couple years that he played, he wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, 100%. 100%. No, right. not at all. But he also had gotten older. Yeah. And those wear and tear on you, like your body is not going to be able to regenerate itself the way it did when you were 20 as opposed to 40, you know? Yeah. Which and he, is and understandable. he's been playing since he was 18. Yeah. <laughs> let's, so, let's so, not... so your body's like, I'm tired, dude. Like, I'm, yeah, and that's completely understandable. But yeah. to last as long as he did, I think, is amazing. There are yeah. a lot of people who can't last that long. Yeah. I mean, um, and now, too, uh, LeBron is like 35. Um, yeah. yeah, and I, how old was Kobe when he retired? He retired in 2015, and he he was 41 when he died. So he was like around 36. He yeah. finished, which which is normally a great time to retire. Yeah, LeBron is just 
Imagine being Super able to retire at 36. Yeah. And that's... Yeah. And then only getting to enjoy five years of Oh, stop. Don't. <laughs> uh, but, oh. um... Yeah, no. Uh, I'm, I'm just happy overall that I was a Laker fan. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I got to fall in love with the sport that much. And, um... I actually read this book, and it's... Uh, it was like a hundred things you have to know to be a Laker fan or something like that. Mm-hmm. And the author of the book, um, he at the end of it, you find out that the author is actually dying from cancer. Oh, wow. And he finishes it with... Uh, but he, he makes a whole part about Kobe Bryant. And he expresses yeah. his love for him. And it, it, I remember reading it and it like touching me so, mm-hmm. so hard. And um, at the end of the book, he, he writes that uh, you know he's dying and he's mm-hmm. never going to see the Lakers win another championship. And it, it was really yeah. like he was saddened by it, obviously. And um, I don't know. I've been thinking about him a lot, too. Now it's like you know, if there is something past this, like, do you think that he's seeing Kobe? Like, oh my goodness, I can't believe that your life was shortened and you're here with me. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, if anyone here is a Laker fan, I recommend, uh, I recommend that book. It's really, really good. It sounds amazing. It sounds very sad, but it sounds amazing. And the thing that I, is hard for me just because I'm not a sports person. Like I still understand the the connection that you have with these things to me, it's almost like the same thing as like really dedicated fans to like an artist or, you know, um, an actor or any of those things. Like you, you connect with these people and they, they bring something to your life. Mm -hmm. Like I might not fully understand it in a way, but it's the same love that you see in all those other realms. It's like, you don't know these people, but they, there's something great, obviously, you know, like a lot of people don't get this type of, recognition for no reason or at least uh longevity rather yeah. people get uh, nowadays people get recognition for pretty much anything because you know social media and whatever but to have longevity like that and to have people who are really like upset by this is like i think that that shows a lot and it's it, it's more than just the sport you know yeah. like for someone like me it is easy to be like oh it's just a stupid sport and this is rigged or whatever but like the people are real yeah. you know and the and the love for the game and whatever it is, is real. And I think it's, it's crazy to watch people, you know, grow up with someone and really learn about something the way that you have through, you know, one specific person. And there's more people obviously, but especially this one specific person and kind of just be like, this changed my entire life. Like this is who I am because of this person. And that's, that's amazing. You have to give kudos to someone like that. Like you accomplished a lot in a, in a short life, unfortunately. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah, I definitely find myself um, going back and thinking about 2002 and thinking about the yeah. NBA Finals and things that I haven't thought about for a long time because... I thought you what, forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, when I, when I found out that Kobe Bryant had passed away, um, I that was the first thing. That, like I was like, dude, I was a kid. Yeah. I was seven years old and I was obsessed with Kobe Bryant and I was obsessed with him day in and day out until, I, until now. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Um, you've seen my car. I have Kobe's yeah. face literally next to my radio. Yeah. And every day I look at it, I'm like, holy crap, he's the best. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And the, the craziest thing too is um, a couple of days before he passed, my mom, who is super foreign for anyone who doesn't know, yeah. um, 
she she came in my car and she was like, who the hell is that? Yeah. And I was like, it's Kobe Bryant. And she was like, who's Kobe Bryant? And I was like, he's my favorite person in the whole world. Yeah. And I remember her being like, why? And I was like, I can't explain it to you. Yeah. Like, just sitting in this car. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, you have to sit down like us, like how we're doing yeah. now so I can explain it to you. And then a couple days later, he passed away. My mom was like, I can't believe you were just talking about him and how yeah. much you loved him. And now, you know what I mean? And, and... For anyone who says that, like, like how you were saying, like, yeah. people have their their celebrities that they love, and and you know, and I never realized that I had that, yeah, until I lost somebody. Yeah. When you know what I mean, like my phone, not even exaggerating, exaggerating, had like thirty five missed calls, yeah, a hundred text messages. People were saying, "I'm so sorry for your loss," and I was saying that like my loss, like yeah. Kobe Bryant is like, yeah. you consider him my loss. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, they're right because yeah. I felt like I lost like, like a like a brother, or like a yeah. mentor. You know, yeah. so, you know what I mean? Because he he really paved a path for not only obviously a million people, but but me. Like I would I would not be who I am. You're completely right. right. You hit it head on. I would not be yeah. Fatima Sella who loves the Lakers, who's all about basketball, if it wasn't for Kobe Bryant. He's right. the he's the the seed that planted that. You know what yeah. I mean? And um, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It hits home. It's rough. Honestly, and like I've said a, probably a good amount of times already in the 13 minutes that we've been doing <laughs> this, is like I, I was affected by it. Like, yeah. and I only know you know, a couple things about him through you and through just, of course, how you not know his name. You know, yeah. he did a lot of other things besides sports, which I would like you to get into because I, um, I would like to know more about that. And I think anyone who doesn't should know about it. Um, but you know, it was like, and, and the fact that it was just so quick and so tragic was just like, like it took the breath out of my body, yeah. you know? And I had, I had remember, I had finished, um, an episode actually with somebody and, all of a sudden we pick up our phones and we're like, what? Yeah. We're like, no, mm-hmm. no. And mm-hmm. we just sat here in silence, just like Googling for like 10 minutes. Like, is it true? Oh my God. We're all his daughters with him. Oh my, like what? Like, no, like, mm-hmm. and it was just like to have that so random him of all people. And like, you know, just, just how it was, how it happened. And, you know, it's devastating. It's not, it, it feels like it's not fair. And then you're like, oh my God, that really could have been anybody that could have been, you know, like he's, he's not an exception to the rule where, and like you had said before, he seemed like he was an exception to every rule. He was playing with injuries and he was doing this and doing that. And it's like, not him. Like mm-hmm. you, you just expect him to always be there. You, you expect for him to be there for the rest of your life and you see him on TV and you see him on Instagram and and then it's taken away and it's like, it's like a real loss because you're so used to seeing him there, yeah. you know? And it's, it's rough. It's, it, it affected me. I, I was nauseous for days on end just thinking about it, you yeah. know? And it's, and I didn't think I would have ever been affected by something like that. Yeah. You know? And, yeah, it, yeah. and it surprised me. Yeah. Um, I read on Twitter and I, I couldn't agree with this more. Someone had written like, this was like a Tupac biggie, like the yeah. whole, like everyone kind of stop for a second and I remember when um I was walking because I was at work when I found out and um I was walking up to we have like tvs all over like the dining room and in the front and um I remember just saying breaking news breaking news and in that moment like my heart just sunk yeah. and I felt like the world really just was still yeah. for a second you know it was 
And um, I think that was a way for a lot of people, even if you didn't, yeah, even if you weren't a fan, like, you know what I'm saying? A lot of people didn't listen to Biggie and didn't listen to Tupac, but they knew the effect that they had, um, you know, to this world. And yeah, and um, yeah, I don't know. That's it's crazy. It's you crazy. can't, yeah, it's hard to put it into words too, because even then it doesn't, it doesn't explain it properly. It's like, you can't, you really can't form words for what this is like but I feel like you tell someone that this is how I'm feeling and everyone's kind of like yeah yeah this is the same type of feeling yeah and luckily I feel like in the same way that uh Biggie and Tupac have music that'll live on mm-hmm. I think that Kobe has a lot of things that'll also live on yeah um even if it's through other players a lot of a lot of players mm-hmm. um say that you know Kobe was their inspiration and mm-hmm. they watched him play and they they kind of mimicked those things and yeah and um, he's he's gonna be here forever, no matter what. You know right. what I mean. So um, I, I'm glad there's that at least. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And now tell us about. I mean, off what you could bring off the top of your head, like besides sports, like what are other great things that he's done or memorable to mem- memorable to you or that you really appreciated or all of them or. Um, well, this is so related to sports, but mm-hmm. he, you know, um, we all know that his his daughter also is unfortunately. Uh, also taken in in the helicopter accident and he um he was a coach of their basketball team Mm -hmm. and he he always made sure that he was there and and making not only his daughter better but all the girls better yeah and in an interview he had said um you know my daughters and all other girls need to know that being strong Mm -hmm. uh is important so he he really was um an advocate obviously for for women right. i mean and and making sure that they're taken seriously especially in sports he was at yeah. all a lot of wmba games he was a lot of friends with wmba players you know what i'm saying he recognized that we are underpaid and underappreciated right and um i think that if he he was a voice for that and i think people really took him seriously mm-hmm. um and obviously, you know um, how I feel about uh, women and women's sports and how right. I feel we're, we're not treated equally. You right, know? not at all. And um, so the fact that he did that was really, um, it made me feel good. Yeah. yeah. Especially to have someone of that caliber to be like, hey, no, like, because that's what we need. That's what I feel like people, um, or not everyone, but some people don't really fully grasp, like when, you know, whatever it is to have someone who's not in that group um, come out and say, Hey, no, like listen to them. Like they're valid. Like that's, what's going to get other people to listen. Yeah. Cause when you have someone from that group say, Hey, listen to us. It's easy to be like, Oh, of course you want us to listen to you. Cause mm-hmm. you're a part of that group. But when you have someone coming out of that group, you know, and being as successful as he is, who really, he could kind of be like, whatever, I'm making my money. I'm doing yeah. well. He, he used it to, to be like, no, like there are other women who are at who could be at my caliber, but they're just not because who's taking them seriously? Someone needs to listen to them, and that's that's really noble, and that's something that um, I, more people should do, yeah. I think, because we all need to be there for each other and validate other people and what they're doing because it's not just one type of person who could be good at something. Yeah. And that's um, that's just amazing, Yeah, and that's great. Yeah. Um, but outside of basketball, I mean, uh, this guy was, like, crazy. He was crazy. Yeah. Uh, he, I forgot if it was Jimmy Kimmel or the other one. What's the other one's name? Jimmy Fallon. Oh, yeah. It was, I always forget. I'm yeah, I always mix the two up. I'm well, sorry I... if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel, I know you're listening right now. 
<laughs> Don't be offended. I'm sorry. Okay. I'll call you later. Uh, I want to say it was Jimmy Kimmel. I'm going to say because Jimmy Fallon was the one who uh, was upset about and then he, he told the story about how they've met. And yeah, Jimmy Fallon was on SNL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, am, I would bet money that it was Jimmy Kimmel, but I might be wrong. I don't know. Um, he had said that he, he would give Kobe Bryant books and Kobe Bryant would read them and call him in the middle of the night and talk about these things and like um and and Jimmy Kimmel or whatever was like dude like I didn't write I didn't write the book so he yeah. had to actually find the author and get the author in touch with Kobe <laughs> because he was like losing sleep over it yeah that's and, amazing yeah and um I don't know if you if you knew this but he spent a lot of his childhood in Italy because his dad was a professional basketball player. Kobe? So, Kobe, yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, so he lived in Italy for a good amount of time. Wow. And he spoke fluent Italian. What? So uh, at, there was a, a player on his team who was, who was from Italy, mm-hmm. and he would, he would use the fact that he knew how to speak Italian to, to like, um, uh, do things in the game yeah. where other people didn't know what the hell was going on. That's You know funny. what I mean? Yeah. And, there was, and he would learn other languages just to trash talk Players from other countries. No. <laughs> I swear, this guy was a That's psycho. dedication. Insane. He was insane. And and I don't know if you watch a lot of uh, a lot of his interviews after. I mean, like, I watched, obviously, a lot before his passing, but uh, a lot after his passing also. Um, there was one where he was, he was saying, you know, I want to teach everybody um, who plays basketball because... Uh, and I feel this way also that all, all the media and, and coaches and things like that, we, we make people think that they can only do one thing. Yes. And it's especially that way with, with basketball players. I mean, but we've seen LeBron break out of that shell. You know, yeah. he, he's done amazing things. We've seen a lot of players, you know, um, step out of their comfort zone and do other things besides basketball. And I feel like Kobe was almost like, I don't want to say like the leader of that, but right. essentially he was. I mean, yeah. Think about Michael Jordan. What did Michael Jordan do after he he played basketball? You know what I mean. He was a coach. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. He, he he stayed with basketball, and a lot of people, Jason Kidd. You know, a lot of NBA players will leave the NBA and just stay in the NBA in some form. Some form. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. And um, Kobe Bryant said. Once he was done with the NBA, he wanted to move on and do more things. Mm-hmm. And people almost didn't believe that yeah. was possible because, you know, you're one of the best players to ever live. What are you going to do other than play basketball? Yeah. That's what you were meant to do. Yeah. But he wrote two books. Wow. Um, he actually, he made a short film and won. Really? Yeah, he won an Oscar for it. Wow. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Mm-hmm. He won an Oscar for it. I remember he he said that that was like the most... Uh, one of the most rewarding things to him. That's crazy. Yeah, and um, so so he was obviously an example of that. Of yeah. you know, if you if you try hard, um, or if you work hard, then you're rewarded. Yeah. You know what I mean. And yeah. I think that he he that's why people love him because yeah. they they see it's literally the mamba mentality. You know yeah. what I mean. This guy he said he would wake up at three o'clock in the morning and go to the gym and work out until eleven a.m. What before a game. Before a game that they'd have later on the afternoon, this he was like not human. He was not human. That's you wild. know. Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's unreal. It is unreal. It is what it is, and it sets the standard high. But it shows you that nothing is impossible. Yeah. Because I feel like it's really easy to get kind of settled in in the the normalcy of life, of where you're like, all right, I you know, for me, I go to school, I go to work, I do my routine every day, and I'm like, okay, like. 
eventually all these kind of small steps lead to that. Like, oh, you know, you kind of doubt yourself. But then you have people like that where you're like, why do I have to follow those rules? Mm -hmm. I can just do what I want. And if I'm going to work hard in in a direction, there's no way that it's not going to work out. It's not impossible. You just have to put the effort into it. And that's that's a big thing is just putting the effort into it and then seeing other people who – they put that effort in it and they, they get these things done. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mind blowing. Yeah. And if you, if you watch his, um, his last game, he yeah. obviously had a big speech, um, when he dropped 60 points, by the way, he had, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had his big speech and he talked about things like that. And then when they retired both of his jerseys, because that's how great he was, he got two jerseys retired. So nobody... Uh, I'm just explaining mm-hmm. it to you because I know you know <laughs> nobody, uh, no future Laker can ever wear 24 or 8 mm-hmm. because those jerseys for him are retired. Right. Yeah. So if you watch those speeches, he talks about things like that. It mm-hmm. talks about working hard and obviously how much that means to him. Mm-hmm. And it's just inspirational. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, he didn't have a hard life. You know, his mm-hmm. dad was a professional basketball player. He. Um, never struggled you know what i mean Mm -hmm. but he could have just been regular you know what i'm saying he could have been a regular basketball player and been fine yeah and live life but he he did more he wanted to be more than that yeah and he worked towards that and that's why he's respected from people who don't even know anything about basketball yeah you know yeah um but yeah what do you think is is really great too because i know that when you come from a family that's you know, privileged to some extent, people do tend to quickly be like, you know, oh, like whatever, like write you off. Like Mm -hmm. it's easy for you. It's, it's this or that and whatever judgments that they put on that. And to be like, no, you know, I am very lucky and, you know, maybe some things are easier for me because of these advantages, but I'm going to do more than just be my advantage. I'm going to do it for me, like from me and that's that's really inspiring because mm-hmm. it it allows people to be like you know whatever your circumstances it doesn't matter because you see people from the bottom do the same thing yeah. you know mm-hmm. so it's like to also have that other side of it where it's like you know like you said he wasn't struggling but he still made something great out of it and it none of that really matters at the end of the day like you still did these things like you were hungry like mm-hmm. you never had a meal you yeah, know exactly and that's really inspiring yeah for sure. Yeah. I, I'm just letting you take the lead because, like, <laughs> I don't even know what to ask. I just know that there's so much soul and love into this topic for you that, yeah. like, whatever you want to share about Kobe, I just... Yeah. I Honestly, out. I feel like there there's never um, enough words to yeah. say, like, how much someone has impacted me. Yeah. And I know I'm being a little bit repetitive, but, I, I like, I need to get that point across because mm-hmm. anyone who doesn't know me, and not even me, my, like, not my, like, immediate family, like my dad and my mom, but my cousins, mm-hmm. all of my cousins, and um, we're all Laker fans. All of us are. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's something also that we kind of bonded over. You know what I mean? So it wasn't even something just for me. Um, it was something for all of us. Yeah. And I... Obviously, I'm only 24, so um, Kobe Bryant was was the Michael Jordan of my generation. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I have older cousins who got to see MJ play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't have that. Yeah. So the fact that that I had I had Kobe, and yeah. now obviously I have LeBron, and LeBron is you know just also as good. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Um, it's like I 
I don't know. I don't know what, where I was going with this. I'm sorry. I got lost. <laughs> no, in my it's okay. Work. Well, I mean, what I'm what I'm getting from it is it's like, you know, like you said, it's not just. It didn't just form you. It formed relationships. Yeah. It formed bonds. It yeah. it brought people together. It mm-hmm. it created a lot of different things. It's mm-hmm. like you know, this one person created this massive, you know, wave pretty yeah. much, and like this ripple effect. Yeah, it, in, it's in not just same, one thing. In the same way that I feel that he he was such an icon for for Los Angeles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how can you think about Los Angeles and not think about the Lakers or Kobe Bryant? How can you yeah. think about the Lakers and not think about Kobe Bryant? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. At least now, you know, maybe in the future that it'll be different. Because um, obviously we have Magic Johnson and we have uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and all these players that really, really impacted the game. Yeah. Um, but Kobe, Kobe was the latest person to bring us five championships. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... Right now, he's the most... He was the most relevant. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, he still is. But um, So the same way that he affected LA, he affected all the Lakers fans that I have here. You know what I'm saying? He brought a bond to us. Yeah. You know? And um, if... if, Obviously, the Lakers are the number one franchise in NBA. Yeah. Uh, There's more Laker fans than there is, I think, any other team. Yeah. I know than any other team. Yeah. Um, And... I, I honestly genuinely believe that if if because Kobe Bryant was originally drafted to the to the Hornets the Charlotte Hornets oh, okay. and they traded him that night to 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 L A and I honestly genuinely believe that if he stayed in in Charlotte uh-huh. um, that there would be way more Charlotte fans yeah I think that I think that Kobe brought a lot of fans to L A yeah he brought me there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm sure he brought a million other people there. Yeah. And um, he, he he's really just to thank for, for all the success the Lakers have had. Um, and I, it's like when you go somewhere, right, mm-hmm. here, what kind of fans do you normally see for football? The Giants. New York is right there. You know, right. Yankees are Mets. You know, we don't have um, – we don't have, like, that, that necessary, like, a – how do I say it? Like, there is not one basketball team that everybody here likes. Sure, there's, like, the Knicks and the Nets, right? People like them. But but the Lakers are so good. Yeah. <laughs> the Lakers were so good, and they have so many rings that there has to be, like, a million Laker fans here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I, when I say me and all my cousins are Lakers fans, we didn't sit down all together and think, hey, this is a team we're going to like. Yeah. No. We watched TV separately and saw what Kobe Bryant did, and mm-hmm. we're like, this is the man, and this is, you know, and yeah. and some of my cousins that came here didn't even speak a word of English. Yeah. All they fucking knew had is, oh, I'm sorry, can I curse? Yes. Okay. All they, <laughs> this whole time. <laughs> I've really been watching my mouth. All they, all they knew how to say was Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal. That's all they knew. That's crazy. You know what I mean? And yeah. it, it just brought us together, not by force, but just naturally. Yeah. Um, and and through, like like you said, just on your own watching it, and seeing like for yourself like you're not just watching that you're watching just basketball in general and that's what you came to that conclusion by yourself and that's that's crazy yeah you can't can't you can't deny you can't deny greatness you can't that's that's true and and even people that hated kobe you love to hate kobe you know what i mean he he was the reason why you couldn't win a championship you know what i mean he stopped so many people from winning a championship he stopped the phoenix suns from winning a championship like I just said, they would have they would have went to the finals and probably won because Steve Nash at the time was a monster. Yeah, they had Amari Stoudemire at the time, um, 
And and Kobe Bryant stopped that from happening. Yeah. One man, mm-hmm. you know, he didn't even have Shaq at the time. He had Pau Gasol at the time. Um, it's just, like I said, you either loved him or you loved to hate him. Yeah. But everybody was talking about him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and to sit back and think about those times, it's, it's, it's insane that one person mm-hmm. could bring so many conversations. Yeah. So many, you know, hugs, right. so many cries. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, off of him and what he did. And he really, truly built uh, a generation, especially for people who love basketball. No, and like I said, no matter what team you liked, mm-hmm. you either loved him or you loved to hate him because he either ruined your chances of getting yeah. into the playoffs or he, he brought you there. Yeah. So, so yeah. I was lucky enough to. one person did that. Yeah. yeah, one person. Yeah. And um, I remember in elementary school coming after, uh, coming in after the Lakers had won in 2002 and I had uh, a Lakers t-shirt on that my dad had bought me. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember this kid, I forgot his name. I think his name was Con or something, but I don't, I don't really remember. And he had said to me, like, you don't know any, anything about the Lakers. And I was like, yeah, I do. Mind you guys, I'm seven. Okay? <laughs> I'm seven or eight. No, no, I'm seven. I'm seven. And he was like, you don't know anything about the Lakers? And I was like, yeah, I do. And he was like, name three players. And I was like, I don't have to. I was like, all I need to know is Shaq and Kobe, and that's it. And you know what? I wasn't wrong, okay? Yeah, you did two out of three, technically. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. they carried the whole team anyway. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So whatever. I wasn't, I wasn't wrong. And I, I remember that for sure. Yeah. And I remember um, I didn't – obviously, I only recently had become a basketball fan. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In that year – um, so I was a bandwagoner in 2002, but I stayed loyal to my team. Um, <laughs> so counts, I didn't, it it, it, thank you. So I didn't know anything about them. And then I made, I made the point to go, we didn't have computers at the time. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Not everybody had a computer. Yeah. It's crazy to think about. Yeah. So I had to, I remember going to the library and getting books about basketball so I could learn everything about the game and, uh, essentially talk trash to anybody who tried to say that I didn't know anything about it. <laughs> And you know, that still happens to this day. Yeah, it I does. swear. It does. Yeah. I see it all the time. And I'm sitting there like, oh, get him, Fatima. Get him. Tell him. I don't know what the fuck any of those words mean, but get him. People love to think that girls don't know anything about basketball, but yeah. you know, we're getting a little bit off topic, but shout out to anybody if you, if you want to freaking debate me. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, my name's Fatima. Yeah. Stupid. Um, no, but, um, you know, that, that drive... To want to know everything about Kobe Bryant. And yeah. when I say I know everything about Kobe Bryant, like, I don't think there's one thing that I don't know. I've read so many books on him yeah. from when, like I said, when I was a child. Right. I've read so many a books. Child. <laughs> What's worse? <laughs> What's worse than a rapist? A child. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, no, but um, I, I read, like, a million books on him and then obviously once a time we were we had like MySpace and yeah like all that um, shout out MySpace shout yeah. out to MySpace um <laughs> my profile song <laughs> I I was able to learn more and right. not only learn more but actually like see people's different opinions and and people who were Kobe fans um defend themselves in a Kobe argument because there's always the argument who is better Kobe or LeBron? Who was better, Kobe or Michael Jordan? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's always that debate. And when I got to see what other people would say, I would use that in my advantage and I would use that in conversation. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, um, yeah, he built... And now I think everybody who, who loves basketball, we've come to a mutual agreement that that yeah. conversation is no longer necessary. Right. Um, you know, you appreciate the great and, and, and that's it. 
And, um, but, but yeah, uh, but now like it's, it's insane because, um, obviously the death of Kobe Bryant was, was insane to a lot of people on the Lakers now. Yeah. A lot of the players, you know, if you've seen, um, they're obviously all clearly upset and Mm -hmm. I feel like LeBron, uh, especially who was good friends with Kobe Bryant, you know what I'm saying? Was his competition for many years. He kind of has this weight on his shoulder now um, to bring us a championship, mm-hmm. and um, I hope that I hope that he he can follow through with that because I think a championship after the death of Kobe Bryant would be the, the, the craziest. It'd be like a like a movie, you know? Yeah, what I mean? a sad movie, but a movie yeah. nonetheless. Right. So, um, you know, that's what we can hope for for now. Yeah. And I see that um, Vanessa Bryant posted on instagram yesterday mm. they retired uh Gigi's uniform mm. at her middle school yeah and uh you know and it's insane because i know that if it was me god forbid or my dad like my mom probably wouldn't leave the house yeah um so the fact that she went out and recorded it and she didn't have to share it with the public she yeah. didn't have to show anybody yeah. but i think she knows that um you know we're all grieving also right and um i think like uh yeah, I think that that was really kind of her to show everybody yeah. else, uh, you know. Because that has to be hard. Yeah. I can't, I can't even begin to imagine. Like, how do you... The first thing that came out of my mouth was, like, how do you go on from this? Yeah. How do you, you know, how do you not just... I mean, not to be super morbid, but how do you not just end it all? And, like, yeah. you know, I was talking to a friend. She's like, well, she does have other kids. And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, that is true. And I'm sure that does keep her going. And God bless. I mean, like, you know, but at the same time, like, for me, like... That's just, yeah. I can't, I don't even want to know. I hope to God I never have to know what that's like. Cause that's just, that's the first thing you think about. You're like, oh my God, that's, you, yeah. you have, you have this whole family and it's, yeah, it's just devastating. And for her to be that strong and go and, and do that. And also, and, and also have that respect for the public of the love that they had. Mm-hmm. A lot of people can be bitter and be like, well, that was my husband. Like you yeah. don't know him, and the, but the fact that she understood that and she got that, I think is is great. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Kudos. I I know I'm not that strong. Yeah. I know. No, I would I'm not, not be either. No, I'm not, and I'm not even gonna pretend like I would be. I don't know how she does it. Yeah, that is one strong woman. Yeah, for sure. Um, I agree. And the the the, the craziest thing is is. Um, I'm not saying, like, in a way that's like, oh, I wish it wasn't, like, Gigi or I wish it was somebody else. It's not what I'm saying at all. Right. But she was going to carry on that legacy, you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and Kobe Bryant does have two younger daughters mm-hmm. um, that we don't know what's going to happen with them, you know what I mean? Right. But Gigi was good. She was yeah. a good player, yeah. And Kobe Bryant even said it himself, like, she was better than he was when he was wow. that age, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that's, that's also kind of like another loss for us. It's like yeah. our life, obviously, right. meant the same as just any other of, of, of his kids, you know what right. I mean? Or anybody but, else in general. Right? Yeah, exactly. But the fact that he, that she could have been great. Yeah. She could have broke records. Yeah. She could have done all these things, you know, and now she'll never have the chance to. It's, yeah. it's devastating. Not only for, you know, us as fans, obviously. Right. To... She could honestly probably could have changed the WNBA. Yeah. If Kobe Bryant's daughter is playing the WNBA, people are gonna watch. Absolutely. You know, but I I genuinely feel like we all have a destiny and right. and you know maybe this was for a reason. I don't know what 
possible reason that could be, but I yeah. imagine that um, Vanessa, I know that she's a woman of faith, yeah. and I um, I imagine that she feels the same. Although it's really, really sad that it has to be for a reason. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, oof. See, I'm, I'm like a negative person. Like, I don't, like, not negative, but I mean, I can be, like, I'm not, I'm not someone of, like, a strong religious background, a little bit more spiritual, but, um, even then, like, something like that, like I said, I'm not a strong person. I feel like that would definitely test any type of faith that I did have. Yeah. So to feel that way, I mean, again, God bless, that's. After, after something like that, I mean, you have to rely on something. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know this is getting dark really fast, but it's it's true like yeah i i can genuinely genuinely say that um after kobe bryant died i have not stopped thinking about him yeah and i have not stopped thinking about all the people that were on that helicopter and how those last couple seconds how they would have felt yeah you know what i'm saying like some people are like oh they're, they're only crashing for 48 seconds do you know how long 48 seconds probably feels when you're yeah. about to die yeah and your daughter is next to you and yeah. you're you know all your te- a couple teammates and the parents yeah and- just innocent people. Mm-hmm. So for me to say that I haven't stopped thinking about it, I can't even imagine how how she feels. You know what yeah, I mean? Or, or how else that lost anybody that day. Yeah, exactly. Or how her daughter feels. Or um, I don't know if you knew this also, but there was a a mom, a dad, and a daughter on that plane, mm. and they had they left behind a daughter and a, and a brother yeah. or an, and a son. Yeah. Sorry. So now it's just them two who are like orphans now. Yeah. It's sick. And yeah. it's not fair. It's not, no. Um, but I, I don't know. I just, like I said, I'm happy that um, I got to, like, I got to see Kobe. Yeah, and, like, actually experience him. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, I get to tell my kids, like, I knew where I was when Kobe died. I knew where I was when Kobe shot 81 points. <laughs> I knew where I was when Kobe had his last game. I knew where I was when Kobe... Uh, got injured. I knew where I was when Kobe won all of his championships. I knew where I was for all those situations. Yeah. Every single one of them. I remember to a T because there were monumental moments in my life. Yeah. There, and, I, and let's be clear, I'm not somebody who cares for celebrities. Right. You know, I don't even know half celebrities' names. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and even when it comes to basketball, you know, there are basketball players that I love and basketball players that I love to talk about. And I love LeBron James and I love the fact that he's on the Lakers. Mm-hmm. But... I don't think even if he brought a hundred rings to to Los Angeles, which I would greatly appreciate, not cry for every single one of them, <laughs> um, he it would never have the impact that Kobe had on me ever. Right. It could never be touched because it was my childhood. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. It, it it shaped me and it shaped a lot of people. And yeah. I know like I'm being a little repetitive at this point, but it's like, you know, um, I don't know. I'm just I'm happy that I'm happy that I experienced it with yeah. my own. Or with my own eyes and yeah. with my own, you know, I remember experiences. Of, yeah, yeah, I remember being being up at night and and not being able to sleep because I was so excited. You know, yeah. what I'm you know, what I'm saying for the finals or after yeah. the finals. Um, and I remember a lot of times that I've cried. You know, the, yeah. I remember in 2008 when they got freaking swept by the Boston Celtics. I cried that day. I remember. <laughs> do I remember that? Was you that probably that? Probably did because there's also talk shit to each other a lot. The next yes, day. that's what it was. Yes, I was gonna say. <laughs> yeah, me and Camilla talked a lot of shit, and and I and I saw Kobe cry, and I cried. I cried a lot yeah. that day. Um, so there were ups and downs, but right. you know, um, like I said. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just happy that I was there and yeah. I got to see it and I got to pass it on to the future generations, future generations of, of Laker fans. Right. And, 
um, you know, yeah. And, and be who you are because he, of him. Yeah. yeah. And another crazy thing that I forgot to mention is um, a couple weeks ago, I feel like I, maybe I'm bad luck because I've been talking about Kobe a lot and then all of a sudden like his helicopter crash. No. Like, it was me. It was me. <laughs> no, a couple of days before I, I was saying that I wanted to get, um, I wanted to get tattooed above my kneecaps. I think it's like a sick place for a yeah, tattoo. Yeah, it is. And um, I was like, I want to get eight and 24. Yeah. And um, now it's like, I should have got that freaking tattoo. So I could have been like, hey, uh, yeah, I got this before Kobe died. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But now I'm thinking like, I definitely, if I, um, if and when I ever got a tattoo, it's going to be dedicated to Kobe 110%. Yeah. yeah. I was iffy about it because I was like, I know I'm a diehard fan and I know, you know. Yeah. But um, I was like, it's, is it that meaningful to me? And now mm-hmm. that I've lost Kobe, it, it is that meaningful to yeah. me. It, it means the absolute world to me. You know yeah. what I mean? And, um, and I want to have that for the rest of my life, you yeah. know, to, for, for everybody to know the, the bond that I had yeah. with someone who didn't even know me. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's, that's powerful Yeah, to not know someone and them have such an impact on you and on the world. I mean, like the world will never be the same after this. Yeah. I, I feel like you know, basketball will never be the same after this. Like a lot won't be the same and that's powerful Yeah, to feel that way about one person and about one situation and what they've done again, not out, just outside of sports, you know, it's, he did a lot of charity work if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Not and he did, sure. he did a lot of really honestly classy things too from what I know from just things that I've seen just in passing I um I never had the heart to really fully go into it myself but a lot of stuff comes on my on my timeline um and then I can't not watch it Mm -hmm. you know I have the choice to not look it up and make myself upset but if it comes up I have to watch it you know and um there's a lot of stories where people were like dude I really thought he you know would be mean to me. I was on an opposing team and instead he came and he shook my hand and was like, yo, that was such a good game. You were so good at doing this and that and that. And like, that takes a lot. Especially when you're in such a competitive state, all sports is is competitive. It's, there's nothing else but just competing and Mm -hmm. winning and being the best. And for him to never be, you know, like, for example, like a lot of rappers or it's like, I'm the best in the game, like mm-hmm. tearing people down. And that's, that's how rap is, you know, nothing against her. I fucking love rap music, but you know, but that's just like the, the whole set of the whole standard of, of sports. And for him to not ever be like, I'm the best and forget everybody else. Yeah. He was like there to build everybody else up and like set a different standard because it's not, that's not the norm. Yeah. And it's easy to, it's easy to follow a rule or a standard when you don't think outside the box. And he clearly seemed like someone who was like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to do what's right or what is different and not be in this box of, I have to hate the other team members mm-hmm. of the team or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. Um, and to build other people up and, and, you know, give them compliments where compliments are due and, just be a decent human being when you're in a in a position to not be and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be second it wouldn't be a second thought of why or you did or didn't do that you know yeah. but to go out of your way and be a respectful human being and treat other people like they're humans is is just amazing for me to see because yeah. that's something that I like to see in other people even if sometimes I can't be that way myself like that's that's a standard that I think I'd, I want to be at, you know, hearing those stories, I was like, shit, like 
you know, I would, I, I want to be that person. Yeah. Like that made me want to be a better person. And yeah. I didn't even follow Kobe. You know, mm-hmm. I knew his name obviously, but I didn't know two things about the guy. Yeah. But to see all these things where he went out of his way to just be nice to people who probably didn't even deserve it. And you know, my bitter ass is like, this person doesn't deserve it. I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And it's like, he did it and it, and it changed people. Yeah. Not even, not even because he died, but they said literally after that moment, I was like, wow, I'm a different human just yeah. from interacting with him. Yeah. And that's, that's something that I think everyone should aspire to be like is to, is to be that kind and that, and have that class of being like, you know what? I could tear you down right now, but I'm not because one, it's not true. You did play a really good game yeah. or you did this really awesome thing. And that's really great. I really like that. Like just that's like, that's like power right there. Yeah. Like that you are this, you know, great player and you, you can take the time to recognize other people's greatness and not get so swept up in your own. Yeah. That's yeah. just amazing to me. A hundred percent. And really inspiring. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I said earlier, mm-hmm. I'm, I was a Kobe fan. I, I'm a Kobe fan, but I'm not an idiot when it comes to sports. Right. And I think that I had learned that from him because I know that in the beginning stage of me being a basketball fan, like a really, really hard basketball fan, I would always say like LeBron sucks because LeBron didn't pay for my team. Mm-hmm. I knew LeBron was the best player. Yeah. I knew LeBron's been the best player for a long time, uh-huh. but he didn't play for, he didn't play for the Lakers. So he's not the best. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I, I, for a second, um, I had to, st- I had to step back and think like, you have to you have to respect greatness, right. and you have to see greatness for what it is. Right, you, you can't know? be biased. Exactly. Yeah. And Kobe really really showed me that because I remember um, he was on a he was on a some show. It was like a late night show, mm-hmm. and um, the host had asked him like, "Oh, uh, uh, what do you think the Lakers are going to go far this year?" And he said, "I don't know." Yeah. He, he's not being biased. He said, well, is everybody healthy? Or is this is this player playing good? There's a lot of things that come into play. Yeah, he's like, you I'm not just, just yeah. going to say the Lakers because I played for them. He's like, I'm yeah. a diehard Laker fan, but I'm not going to say that. And I remember thinking, like, you know what? You're right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Other players can be great, and you can recognize greatness without uh, being a hater. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. That's, what it, that's genuinely that's what it is. basically what it comes down to. Yeah. yeah. And I think that he knew that... Um, I, uh, if he lost the game to somebody, that only meant that he had to work harder. You know what I mean? Yeah. When he when he lost to the Celtics in two thousand eight, you know what he did? He came back and he beat them in two thousand nine, and then again yeah. in two thousand ten. That's what he did. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he really taught a lot of people. If you if you uh, want to if you if you if you if if you if you win 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 you know when you when you have a dream. Exactly. Thank you. Point made. Kobe Bryant. No. If you <laughs> stupid ass. If you uh, want to be better, you work hard and you will be better. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think I, I and think do your he, proper yeah. research essentially, not just like this is the best because it's the best. Yeah. It's okay, like this is gonna work out because of this logical thinking of okay mm-hmm. I didn't win because of this because maybe I could have done this better or this person happened to do this better I did not put my all in but how they played was awesome and like I'm gonna take from that and then make myself better yes, instead exactly. of just being like oh you know they, they got s- lucky yeah yeah, 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 yes, yeah exactly yes. and I think he made it clear too what would the fun be if there were no other good players on the freaking yeah why do you want to be it's like Wanting to be the smartest in the room. Why do you want to be the smartest yeah. person in the room? Yes. At all times. What yeah. are you going to learn? Mm-hmm. And You're not going to learn anything. I remember um, when they had beat... Uh, 
when they had beat Philly in the finals, um, uh, why am I drawing a blank right now? Sorry, Allen no, okay. Iverson was playing for for the seventy seventy uh, for the seventy. Did I say 79ers before? I meant to say 76ers, sorry. I so, don't know. I'm <laughs> I, sorry. I think I said 79ers, so I was thinking about 49ers because football. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, All uh, of my great sports <laughs> knowledge is just tripping me up. I'm just so smart in sports. I'm sorry. I'm uh, <laughs> so Alan Ivory was playing for the 76ers at the time in uh-huh. Philly. And uh, Kobe had knocked them out of the, out of the finals. And... Um, Allen Iverson wore Kobe Bryant's shirt. Oh no way! With his with the with the trophy that he won, beating Allen Iverson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And that just shows that Kobe's a respectable person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm sure that Kobe would have done the same probably if it was a, if the roles were reversed. You know right, what I mean? Right. And you give respect where respect is due. Right. You know what I mean? And there were a million greats yeah. in basketball. You know what I mean? And the fact that Kobe was always recognized as one of the top players because he worked hard mm-hmm. and he showed that. You know what I mean? And that's. Um, Almost where I wanna where I wanna finish this up with, if yeah, that's okay with absolutely, you. Absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, he like I said, he he was one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. He is one of the greatest of all time. Um, there would never, ever, ever be another player like Kobe Bryant. And, you know, like I said before, I wanted to come on this podcast to almost give this as a final statement that I love him. I love you, Kobe. And I'm I'm so sorry for everybody um, that lost their life that day, and I've been thinking about them for for almost two weeks straight now, and Me I can't too. stop. And um, I hope that all their family members heal, and um, I'll never forget everything that Kobe's done for me and for the Lakers. So. Yeah, and everything that I'm learning, I'll I'll never forget. It. He has a new fan, yeah. which is so <laughs> fucking sad now, of course, you know. But sometimes you have to. Sometimes that has to happen, unfortunately, for you to kind of appreciate everything around you too, which is really shitty, but to take the time and like get to know things that are really going on because then you miss out on a really great person and that is, that's kind of where I'm at and Mm. I can appreciate everything that he's done and the more that I learn about him, the more that I, I've always respected him. I always knew from somewhere he was a good person and obviously a good player, Mm -hmm. but to really hear all these stories and see all these things that I never really paid attention to before, um, I have a lot of respect, and I I couldn't have said it better than you did. And I'm thinking about him too, and his family. And um, we lost a really great person. Yeah. And it's sad. Yeah. Well, his legacy will live on forever, hopefully, as long as I'm here. Definitely. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. So. And if not for nothing, my dumbass will be like, "He's really nice." <laughs> That's all I know. But he seems really nice. Yeah. And that'll be it. Yeah. And uh. The world was lucky to have him, yeah, for sure. I agree, for sure. Thank you so much for coming on talking Thank about him. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I appreciate it. And if anyone has anything to say about Kobe, you guys can uh, can reach out to Fatima, talk about it. I'll put your Instagram, or I don't even know if you'll be able to have a comment section on these things. I haven't <laughs> uploaded them yet, but you can comment your favorite Kobe moments or share your, your thoughts on it. And yeah. um, thanks for listening. Thank you, guys. And like I said... If you want to talk about it, I'm here. I love talking about Kobe. I'll talk about it for days on end. Or just debate about sports. I love you, Kobe. (laughs) Bye, guys.